Welcome back to another episode of Carson's Conversations. This is episode 44. I'm honestly kind of surprised I'm, I've stuck it out this long. I'm, I'm still running. We're still going. We'll see if I can uh, continue to do this. Uh, but today, what I actually want to talk about is something one of my friends brought up to me when I was in the gym. And I, I, I don't know why it stuck out to me, but it kind of just made sense. Um, and I, I think it's, it's just the way it kind of was proposed to me. And it, it was interesting that that was an observation that was found. And it was that I have been alone and by myself for a long time. And he's like, it doesn't seem to affect you. Like it doesn't, like you can go, like for me, I could legitimately go the rest of my life living alone. It, it sounds scary. It sounds sad. Honestly, beyond depressing to do that. But I could because in the past year with COVID and all that stuff right now, I've been living in this house by myself, right? And I was able to, like the first beginning bit, it, it wasn't always hard because I've been doing this since I was pretty much eight. Like I, I, I'm used to being alone and I like that, honestly. It's something where I, I feel like I'm doing more when I'm by myself. But for most people, they would say the opposite. They say they do better with people. And it's it's kind of the same for me because I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm so, so overly extroverted when I'm in a crowd of people, but when I'm by myself, I can hermit up and do whatever I want and just not be bothered at all. Um, which is honestly, for me, I, I think that's one of my better strong suits is because I'm able to go through the hard times of just being completely alone and like say changing track and changing course of what I'm doing. For, for many people, that's like one of the most lonely parts of any kind of like change is Say you go to a new school or you go to a new job and you, you go there and you're left alone. You have nothing You have nothing to do now. You don't know anybody. You're brand new. You got to learn the ropes again because you're doing something you haven't done before. And that's what it's like. You're alone. But for me, since I've been able to build up all these calluses mentally and, and my, my heart just kind of calloused over of being, oh, I don't need to reflect. I don't need all these other people's attention to like focus and continue doing what I'm doing. I can just do it by myself and have myself be my own biggest critic, then I can just continue and do whatever I actually want without worrying about other people's thoughts. And because as soon as you get to that point where you're stuck in where you need to get that person to give you the advice, give you that point of view, give you that perspective, then you kind of slow down, right? And it puts you in a weird position because you're trying to think of what you're going to do, how are you going to do it next? But I also suggest for people that are like that to go and be alone for a while. For, for me, it's been legitimately a year, I'm a year and a bit. Uh, not Well, actually not totally alone, but like for eight months, it's been legitimately, uh, I've been living by myself, which is honestly, I love it. It's, it's just great because I can do whatever I want, walk around the house naked, not worry about anybody, do what you want, do what you got to do kind of thing, right? But for the people that aren't are uncomfortable doing that, find some time and find a place where you could do that. Maybe go camping for a week or a weekend or just have your roommates go home for a bit, have your parents leave, do whatever you can. And then just kind of think about it. Living completely alone, you're stuck with just your thoughts. Maybe not even talk to a person. Like for me, I'll, I'll talk to people on the weekend, but I'm not really seeing, I'm not getting human contact all day and every day other than I go to the stores. So you, you sit and you think, 
and you go, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Not necessarily wrong, but what am I doing? And your mannerisms and the way you are kind of slightly evolves. I don't think it changes in a bad way, but I think it evolves where you go from always having the, the, the eyes in the back of your head kind of looking around and surveying what other people are thinking to, oh, I'm coming home. This is kind of a sanctuary. I don't have to worry about anything. And then you can just continuously focus on yourself and just expand and expand and expand. And it was weird that my friend brought that perspective out to me where it was literally in between sets and we were just going to, we were kind of just talking, shooting the shit, talking about random things, uh, talking about friends, talking about life goals, talking, we have a very weird gym, uh, a gym bro thing. Cause it's always like, where do we want to go? What do we want to do? What, what do we, what can we do to get there? And like, what other interesting paths are we going? And sometimes crazy things like being alone gets brought up and when I look at my friend group, I don't know if a lot of them, they, I don't think they could survive, but I don't know if they'd stri- like do amazing in it. Um, and that's just because I, they hadn't had, they haven't had the straight rigorous of just, you don't always need someone to be on your back or, uh, anything like that. Right. And it kind of caught me off guard at first cause I'm sitting there and I, I was trying to come up with a strong response and not, not really a rebuttal, but, uh, just to keep the conversation going. Right. And it's, and I sat there and I sat there for a minute or two and I, I responded quickly. I kept it going, but I was still thinking in the back of my head. I was, as I was doing this, like the the front of my mind was saying stuff that held no water. It had no value really. But in the back of my head, I'm still thinking, I'm like, what, why is that? Why is that the case? And I guess it is the calluses, but then again, I also think maybe it's because I just genuinely strive when I'm alone and I'm kind of subconsciously seeking spots where I put myself into uh, isolated situations. And I I can see myself doing that because there's sometimes within friends or within conversations or even just meeting new people that'll get to a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of done. Like, I don't really, I don't really need to be here anymore. I don't really feel the need to continue this conversation. And I'll just find, I'll dig myself out, find myself into another conversation or just leave. And that's isolating, right? Because it puts me away from the, the group or the expanding conversation that could have been had, right? And I, keep, I kept going back to being, being alone, living by myself, living by myself, talking, communicating, introvert, extrovert. And you go down that line of, uh, of everything that you do and everything that you don't do, um, and it, it perplexes you because you're just stuck. You're like, where am I going to go from this? And then I, the conversation kept going. We just kept kind of rambling. I changed topics. And then I've been sitting on this for a day or two now. And I'm just like trying to think what actually it is and why, what would it benefit? Does this benefit me? Does it not? And I, I, I 100% think it does because now if everything for me goes to shit, if everything disappears, if everything's done, I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to be frightened to be completely alone because now it is, it's honestly like a simulation living. I, this is a weird one. This is like a simulation. It's like your testing grounds is training for when shit gets tough, when people abandon you, when friends leave or when friends get a job or when friends get busy or when all that thing, uh, like when life just keeps going, when life 
gets in the way, when your social life starts to decline, when work starts to pick up and you just need to work or you get fired, when school starts piling up, it prepares you for the long haul in being a struggle. It lets you know what the struggle is, not in a financial thing, not in that way, because it's hard to compare for many people, but it prepares you mentally to think, where is this going to go? And if this goes to the worst possible spot that it is, which is normally isolation, that's the worst they can do in North American prison systems is legitimately isolation. Um, one hour a day outside, that kind of thing. I'm not saying go to that extent, but it prepares you for bad. It prepares you for the unknown and just gives you like a retrospective analysis of yourself, I guess. And you can just look at yourself in different ways in that sense, right? And you think about it like in prison cells, when you're com- when they're pe- completely isolated, right? I'm going to go down a weird tangent here. Um, when they're completely isolated, all they have is either is the bed, the toilet, and their thoughts, right? And all you can do is think, really. You can just use your imagination and go down a bunch of runs. And if you're trying to be creative, I kind of think being completely alone is great. There's, It's always good, for me at least, to bounce ideas off friends, and I'll bring that up, or I'll like subtly jab it in in a, in a different form and see if I can tweak it, and then it always does, it, it, it doesn't work. Um, or you just go to a party and just experience things in real life. That's a big one. Just actually experiencing things is good for creativity. But sometimes when you've done all those things and you can't go any further than where you already are, stick yourself in a room, sit down and just think. You don't have to think about anything important. Like today for the first time ever, I set a timer for 15 minutes, laid down and just breathed, right? My form of uh, meditation, right? And it, it was weird for me because I, I blacked out everything. I had like a, a mask on, so I couldn't see anything. And it was just dark. Even if I opened my eyes or even if I tried to open my eyes, it would just be darkness. And I did that for 15 minutes. And those 15 minutes went by very, very quickly because my mind started going down a tangent of where I want to go, what I want to do, things that I think are interesting, uh, angles, shots, movies, films, all of these different things in 15 minutes. I, it, it pretty much felt like I lived a life of just thought and expression and uh, interest in those 15 minutes. And then my annoying uh, wake-up alarm caught in, those shitty Apple ones where it's just, it's the worst. And then it's over and you're up and your day starts, right? Get coffee, brush your teeth, do whatever you got to do. That little bit of isolation because you are completely alone when you're doing these, hopefully, can spark something in you. And for me, I got a lot of work done today. I went through a bunch of uh, possible clients and then found all their contact information. And now I'm just like pre-drafting out emails so I can send to them and hopefully they can help me pay for tuition. Um, And that gave me a little boost. It gave me a thought, an angle that I hadn't seen before, a perspective that was unknown to me. And it worked really, really well. And I think that is the isolation. And I think that's the hiding yourself away. My experience is a little bit over, overbearing, right? So it's I'm just completely by myself most of the time versus giving yourself a specific time to be alone, right? So you're meditating. You can even just do it standing in the shower or whatever. You can do it at any time and you just chill and you think. Think about things. 
and then you get a spark. You should. And if you don't get a spark, you're doing something weird. Thinking about things that don't matter. You're thinking about things that just don't mean anything. Um, thinking about a relationship that doesn't need to be thought about. Like there's many things like that that'll catch you off guard and you're overthinking on stuff. Uh, on mainly thoughts, honestly. I, I definitely get into that same trap where I'm overthinking a lot of stuff. Where even like, <laughs> it was funny because today, uh, no, two days ago, there were door-to-door salesmen coming by and they're trying to sell um, solar panels to my to to this house. And my immediate thought was, I'm, I'm completely alone. I'm not using a lot of power. Like, I'm turning them off whenever I, like, I don't leave the lights on. The only time there's a ton of power being used is when I have the artificial sun in my basement blasting light at me, giving me this massive shadow. That's the only time there's a big hit. And these like these literally, I think they were a year older than me in high school or even the same year. And they're like trying to sell me $40,000 worth of solar panels. And the funniest thing was when the guy asked me if I was the homeowner and I was like, you know, yeah, I am the homeowner, man. Because it's just me. Like, What am I going to do? Call to the people upstairs normally? Like when you're a kid and your, par- your parents are working from home or whatever. And... Uh, Somebody knocks on the door, you get the door because they're busy and they're like, oh, can we talk to the homeowner? You just got to play it off and go go that way. And uh, I, I just go, yeah, I am the homeowner. And the kid was taken, taken back a little bit. He was like, wow, this kid's living, this, this kid's just living by himself. And I just kind of like played into it, leaned into like uh, a persona more or less. I just kind of, I was bored midday, uh, had to get up and do something, right? So I just kind of faked it. I did a little bit of a bit. And I just kind of tooled with him. I was like, yeah, I have family in the technology industry, you know. They, uh, they, they build solar panels too. They work, for, they work with Tesla. They do some of the energy science, or the en- energy analysis. And I was like, that's kind of true because my brother's kind of like a, a genius crazy dude that just does things that's, that scare me. And then uh, I'll call him with a weird idea and it'll mean nothing. Uh, and it'll just be me being overly excited about something that I'm kind of already doing and like overthinking it. And then, and then this kid and his buddy were like, oh, have you done all the research on it? And I'm like, yeah, I talked to my brother. He knows it. He's good. He's like, yeah, they're not very good, the other competitors. And then I go, uh, this, this is – I don't want to waste your time, guys. It's just going to be a no. And then for the rest of the day, I'm thinking about like what was the impact on the day of that silly, stupid interaction. And I go, they didn't think about it twice. But here I am talking about it for five minutes on my podcast. What does that mean? I'm, just, I'm thinking about stuff so much, so constantly that half the time it is completely meaningless. And it goes back to the same thing that I was referencing with that is I'll call my brother and be like, hey, man, I have this idea. I need to create a media conglomerate. I need to create the new bar stool that actually says real news, just like the old Washington Post, like New York Times before they went crazy and started doing weird targeted things paid by the lobbyists. Yeah, that's a crazy thing in itself, right? And I'll say that on the phone and I see, I, I, I can see him just sitting there going, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. It's like when your parents call you saying they need you to do a bunch of things and you know you really don't wanna do it and you're just stuck. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Or a friend calls you and you don't really want to talk to them. More acquaintance and you just go, yeah, uh, okay, okay. That's him. He's just sitting there bored thinking about other like rockets and shit. And, I, and I'm going, uh, I, afterwards, I'm like, I totally just wasted 15 minutes of that guy's time. 
<laughs> and uh, I, I definitely did because what am I going to do now? I have to do so much more stuff. I have zero brand. I got to expand that into spots that haven't been expanded and continue to take it down a different path that nobody's done before. But I don't know what that path is. I don't know what that creek I have to walk up or the river that's flowing too much. I got to stop. I don't know what this analogy means. I just got to find a way to do it. And I got to find a way to stop thinking at a specific point. Because like I've said in the past, the smartest people know when to stop thinking. They know when to find the proper spot and just continue to go with it. For me, I'm a very analysis-based person. I'll take my time to think about my perspective on the person or the conversation that was had or the movie I watched and I'll sit back on it and like let it marinate in my head. I'll think, what does that actually mean? What does that do? And I do, I do that with everybody. If you see me at any time, I'm thinking about other, like I'm thinking, but half the time it's just dumb stuff. Like it's just, it doesn't, you don't have to constantly put yourself in that mindset of you need to be thinking of the next thing. You need to be doing that. You need to be doing this amazing thing. And one of my best friends, Jordan Kale, I'll shout him out because I love that kid. And, uh, he brought something up when we were driving, uh, to get some coffee and it was, it, it actually, it caught me off guard more than the isolation thing. It was about my internal strange desire to constantly do things that are going to get me something, but I don't know what that is. It's just like, since I have family that's successful and my, I'm like my brother's extremely successful because he's a, a child genius, even though he's like in his 20s. I always have that like competitive desire to always try and do better and outdo myself and contact people that are going to get me something and like help me and and do that. And I'm always trying to go to this different level and I'm just trying to level up and level up and level up. And I, I miss out on the opportunity to just sit back and relax. And then I get into that spot where I start thinking, oh, I'm relaxing too much. And it's really only been 20 minutes and it's, it's not that big a deal. And I go, oh, no, I got to keep doing stuff. I got to do more. I got to do more. And I go, no, I, it, I, I don't need to. I got to relax. I got to breathe. I got to sit by myself, maybe lay down for 15 minutes and think about shit. But as that happens and as he brought that up, it made sense. It made sense that I'm always been competitive because I've always put family and all of those people that are that mean things to me at a level of I want to go so far past them that I can do things for them. That'll just, even though I'm an asshole now, I'm going to think in the future, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like the savior. I'll be like getting everything, whatever you want. I want that. And that's just something, I don't know if that's like a sickness or just a weird thing that I think about. It's just, I want to, I want to work to that point where I can do all the work for my other, for my family and my friends. And it's, it's always burning in me. And that's why I do these weird shows. Cause I don't know if it shows perspective. I don't know if it helps. I don't know if people can gain something. Cause and I hope it does. I hope it means something. I hope it has some good perspective on just a different mind. And it kind of helps you communicate and think about other things, but sometimes it won't. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes this will get me fired from a job. Hopefully I don't say something stupid about schools and I don't get kicked out of that. I don't know. We don't know where that's going to actually go. But that's just a perspective. Like, perspective to keep saying that. But uh, that's just it. Like, 
isolation and thinking about where you want to go and and sitting down and thinking about it. I definitely think we over, we're still, we're stuck in that 15 second cycle right now. TikTok's the biggest social media app in the world. Everybody's using it. Even my conspiracy theory friends that are scared of Facebook are on the Chinese built app, which is probably more inherently more scary because just that's how it is. But everybody's on this 15 second loop of different content every couple seconds. You see something you don't like, you skip. You build your algorithm by liking things you think are funny. You build it, you think it's interesting. Instagram's faded out because they're trying to do too much dumb stuff. But we're stuck in 15 seconds. The news cycle is in 15 seconds. You'll see breaking news on every single news broadcast. Every single thing from CNN, and I know I did a bunch of trash talk about that last episode, but everything from CNN just is breaking news. It's probably not even breaking news, just like average news. Like a slow news day is breaking news. New article, new this. This just came out. And you're like, this is all BS. Bull S. Oh my God, I'm getting too PC. Um... And you go, we're stuck in the 15 second cycle. We're always with breaking news. We're always with this high speed thing that slowing it down is nice. Sitting back and thinking, sitting back and just relax. Maybe you need to go out with your friends and sit outside on a porch and just talk. That's one of my favorite things to do with my friends. We talk about the dumbest things. Maybe like comedians in the back of the club just shooting the shit. Or a boardroom conversation, like the American Psycho thing where they're discussing the cards. It's a different, that's a bad analogy, actually. It's terrible. But there's just the communicating on a different level. Not the day-to-day small talk BS, but a your own long-form podcast. Your own three hours of just discussing things that have meaning, that have good things. Maybe it's politics if you're into that. I sure am, but I hate that I am because it's annoying. It's super frustrating to look at. Maybe it's emotion. Maybe it's relationships for you. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's trauma. That's a really good one, to be honest with you. And I'm lucky enough that I've been able to handle my trauma and my problems because everybody has it. And anybody that says they don't, you're just lying to yourself. And that's that's your own trauma. That's a problem. Um, but sitting down and just thinking for a bit. Removing yourself from the 15 seconds, even putting your phone away for a couple minutes and just living life without hearing a notification. I found myself checking my phone thinking there was a ding when there wasn't a ding. And I go, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. So I just put my phone on the other side of the house, didn't have to worry about it. But I was able to sit down and think. And I think if there's one thing you can take away from this weird rant, monologue, whatever you want to call it, is... That you have tons of time to do whatever you want, right? Tons of time. I could do this forever. I don't really care. I only do it in 20 minutes because I know none of you guys have have the uh, time to either listen to it. And I don't have the enough wherewithal to figure out how my camera goes longer than 30 minutes uh, for recording. I'm handicapped in that sense. But the one thing to take away is 100% find some time and relax and think and talk about stuff. Talk about whatever you can at any point because as long as you're stuck in a 15-second cycle of always swiping and swiping and swiping, you're just not going to get anything done. You're not going to think progressively. You're not going to think important things. 
you're not going to find things that interest you because once you go, I don't even know where I'm going with that. But once you get past a certain level and a certain amount of seconds passed, you just don't have any interest in doing things and you get stuck. So social media pulls you in, it reels you in and hooks you up, puts you in the back of the room and stores you. You got nothing left. But you just need to find an interest. Find something that takes you away from all this. Get a hobby. Do something. Just do something that you truly enjoy. And it doesn't matter when you're alone. You can do it. And it's good. And it doesn't cause any problems. And that's it. Think. Talk. Do. That's all I got, honestly. I'm done. I don't even know what I'm saying.